And we're almost over with 2017 Live. Ladies and gentlemen, waxers. It gets longer every week. Welcome to the Nostalgia Wax Podcast. My name is Frank, joined alongside by my friend, my co-host, Josh. Wax on, Josh. May all acquaintance be forgot and whatever the rest of that song says. Old Ang... Say whatever to 2017. Go help yourself. No, but legit, what is the name of that song? For old Lang Syne. Old Lang For old Lang Like A-U-L-D. No one knows. Just I don't I don't even understand that song. Most most bleeps <laughs> in the first minute of the podcast goes to the final one of the year, baby. And Woo! I think that's the stout talking. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. Which it was delicious. I just got done drinking some German chocolate cake stout. Uh, this week's uh, podcast brought to you by our friends at Shelby Pub. Shelby Pub, where you can get yourself hooked up with a delicious growler fill. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, tasty, tasty <laughs> leftover Rochester Mills. Uh, 12 days of milkshake stout. So hats off to Rochester Mills for making a delicious Christmas roast. This is probably my beer of the year. You're a fan. Your beer of the year. Beer of the year. Wow. Coming in late. Coming in hot. Coming Coming in late. (laughs) Coming in hot. It it tastes something to the effect of like a cold pressed coffee uh, with a little bit of cream in it. It's just... It doesn't even taste like beer, but it makes me feel really good inside. My wife might like that stout. I referred last podcast, Bruce McCullough talking about how you're gay. It's kind of the yeah. same thing. You're walking around, <laughs> you think something's up, and you just don't know what it is. I equate being gay with this beer. So <laughs> I'm all in. Let's go. <laughs> oh, well, outside of uh, getting hammered off these stouts, how was your Christmas? Good? No, terrible. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not, we're not starting out good, are we? No, no. It, it's just uh, that you, it? you were talking about how uh, somebody had a, a lovely rant about how when, when you're older, Christmas just is... It's the worst. The worst. Yeah. So uh, without trying to bring everybody down, a snapshot of what my Christmas consisted of. Sure. Uh, hey, honey, I got an email from Stars. They want me to come back to their app, and they're willing to let me have Stars for 50 cents. Oh, isn't that where Outlander is? Yes, yes it is. I haven't been able to watch Outlander since we've moved. Okay, cool. Merry Christmas. Here's 50 cents for a freaking Stars app. (laughs) And we proceeded to sit there all Christmas Day without exchanging gifts, just sitting there watching Outlander on Stars. Well, I mean, at least it's something there. Aye, it's something, Frank. (laughs) Is that your Outlander voice? Yes. (laughs) I feel very much like you could be walking through the background of any scene in Outlander and just like, hi, potatoes. Uh, And I'd fit in? Yes. I'm missing my calling. Totally. Where they filmed that? I I don't know because now apparently they went on a boat and they're in like they're they're in Jamaica. Oh. Oh. Hey! Hey! hey, hey, We the Outlander, man. I did. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of funny because. Softball. So uh, on Outlander. She's trying to get back to her husband, who's 
who's uh, on a boat, on a boat, <laughs> and he, they're trying to get him to Jamaica so yeah. they can uh, tell everybody what a terrible person he is, and he, he killed somebody and threw him in a barrel of creme de menthe. Ooh, delicious. Whatevs. <laughs> so, what a delicious way to die. Her, her thought is she needs to get to Jamaica before he does. In order to warn, like, be able to, like, ah, oh, no, don't worry about it. He didn't kill anybody. It's this other guy. He's power hungry. What huh. else? Uh, but the whole point is she jumps off the boat. Okay. Onto a little tiny raft. Gotcha. Falls asleep. Ooh, she fell asleep? Fell asleep on the little raft. She, like, when they show, like, how far she has to go, doesn't feel like it's that far. Like, yeah. there's an island. You can see the island. That's where sure. we're going to go. But you fall off the boat, you get on the boat, you fall, you get on your little raft yeah. and stay on the raft. But they never show her like paddling. Yeah. There's no effort on her part to it's, try to make it to that island that she sees in the distance. She's just hoping the current takes her. She just wakes up and all of a sudden she's on a, some other island. And oh. she's like, I must have drifted for days. It's like, you- <laughs> paddle. <laughs> No paddle. It's not that difficult. You can see the island. This time, like, if you're that, mind you, the whole premise of this show is this woman travels across time to be with this dude, and she finally goes back and she gets her dude. Wait, there's time travel involved? Yes. That's the whole point of this thing. Oh. I I don't watch it, but I know. (laughs) I know. I know things. Well, why doesn't she just travel back in time to the point before that guy killed that other because dude? Because she can't. Like she, she's able to go to like a certain point in time, and like she can't like go back to like specific places. She always ends up in the same place. It's like these stones or something like that in Scotland. So she goes back through time, and she's like, "Oh, it's like this date." And like, if she doesn't know who she's looking for, where they're at at that time, then she's like, just like, I'm gonna have to look around here forever and try to find this person. So she does research in like 1940 or whatever it is. It, it's convoluted. I, the point of this story is this: she was on a boat. She traveled through time to get back to her man, and her man was on that boat. I feel like uh, 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 Peter Wolf from from uh, uh, very uh, Peter Wolf esque from uh, I must have got lost. Yes, yes. And like, what's whoop, 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 what the bird bitch let me in? Knock, knock, knock. Yeah, what's that girl's name? Rapunzel, Reputa, uh, Buddha. I'm just totally <laughs> rambling now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one Outlander podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's more of them. <laughs> we might be it. the only one. But she could have paddled <laughs> and she could have made it. She didn't. Hence, she ended up on some other island. So your Christmas wasn't great. And I said, <laughs> I go, I told, I told the wife, here's, here's the punchline of all of this. I go, you know, if Frank was somehow in the background, <laughs> he could have just been like, it's that way to Jamaica, man. <laughs> oh, I missed my calling there. Seven minutes. My <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. It's on me. Uh, Not Frank for a change. My, yeah, that's remarkable. Uh, my, my Christmas has been shitty as well it's uh my kids have been sick like the whole entire time that i have been home on holiday break kids have been sick wife has been sick they just keep trading colds back and forth but at least it's like colds and not flus so there's like not poopies well yeah it's not so much on the poopies uh although more poopies have come with the antibiotics uh but haven's got so bad that she went into pneumonia Mm. it's just it's been a 
just an absolute nightmare. I saw that she tried to quarantine herself inside of a plastic bag. She did try to quarantine herself. My kids, uh, my kids were playing a rousing game of uh, who doesn't want to live to see their next birthday when they were zipping each other up into plastic bags down in my basement. I, I love you, right? <laughs> you're my guy. I, you're one of my favorite human beings on the planet. Mm-hmm. Part of me did say, well, if she dies, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> if I guess it was her time to go. Yep. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Yeah. If she's too stupid to zip herself inside of a goddamn bag. Uh, You know. I I got nothing for her. I'm sorry. Kids. Kids. They'll try to kill themselves all the time. Yeah. So you mentioned the 50 cents for the the gift, your, your major 50 cent gift exchange. So my wife and I, for every single year, have done a, you know what? We're not getting each other presents. Mm. Let's agree. We're not going to get each other presents. And- for any of you out there who know what that equates to, basically what that equates to is if you don't get your wife a present, you are going to be in the doghouse for the rest of the year, carrying into the new year. I'm on the flip side of this. Okay. Explain. No, no. Please go ahead with oh, yours first, okay. and then I'll explain the flip side of that. Um, well, I was I was going to go into a whole story with it. Tell yeah, me the go. Flips. Oh. No, go. <laughs> Please. So Christmas comes around and of course I'm going out and I'm buying gifts for my wife. And uh, so I get her a um, $100 gift certificate to some spa that mm, she wanted that's nice. and uh, a couple of candles uh, as little tiny things. Um, but the special surprise gift that I was getting her did get her was an Apple watch. Oh, and uh, I put in her in her stocking. So, <laughs> which she probably promptly set to take your antibiotics at this time. <laughs> so Sorry, here's the deal: Andy. is uh, and, is I wanted to surprise her with the Apple Watch. Okay, so I had this big elaborate pr- plan to surprise her because obviously thinking that you know we weren't getting gifts for each other. You're one of pomp and circumstance. You have <laughs> to like you just it, it can be like a five dollar gift, and by the time you're done with it, it, it probably cost about a million dollars. Yeah, so he, exactly. So I wanted to uh, I wanted to basically get done with Christmas essentially, and both of our stockings were empty, and I mm-hmm. knew they were going to be empty because we weren't getting gifts for each oh. other, right? So. After she's done, you know, she's kind of getting the kids settled and we're cleaning up. I was going to, you know, sneak downstairs, get the Apple Watch, come back, put it in her stocking, steal her phone because she's always losing it, have her freak out about her phone, um, have me, you know, say something like, like, are you serious again with the phone? You're always losing the phone? Like, be the first. It makes the present even sweeter. So, you know, give her some dice and then call she finally would be like, can you just call my phone? I'll be like, ah, oh, fine. And I would do, 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 call the phone, and then the stocking would start ringing, right? Great idea, isn't it? I, I like it. Okay. I'm with you. So I buy the Apple Watch a couple of weeks ago. Now, I want you to keep in mind that here's the deal with all of our Apple devices, all linked under the same account, because I want to make sure that... If I buy an album, Mandy can get it on her phone, vice versa. Sure. All the movies we buy, all the Bubble Guppies episodes What's and shit. mine is yours. It's not difficult to find. Want it all touching every single Apple device you're, you're I have in the house. You're a fine citizen for doing this yes. for your family. So, thank you. So, 
couple weeks ago, I get the watch. My wife goes out shopping with my mom on Sunday. And so I'm like, okay, this is great time to open up because I have, I don't own an Apple watch. I've never dealt with one before. So I open it up and, you know, power it on and you get you're, to know it a little bit Basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to get it to the point where uh, when your wife puts it on her wrist, she never has to do anything else. There's yeah. there's never that conversation. I don't know, Frank. Yeah, yeah. I don't, what do I do now? I don't like, want to deal with that. You're trying to get it to the point where like, it, it's not like going to sit by her bedside for a week while she tries to figure it out. No, Correct. you're trying to be proactive. Taking the proactive approach, exactly. approach versus cool. the yeah. I like it. I'm with reactive. you. That's, that's sweet. You're, you're a fine human being. Thank you. So uh, that's a couple times you've said that already. Yes. I appreciate that. This is uh, like you're lifting me up for something. I lift you up. Josh Groban. So I can stand on mountains. <laughs> so I break open the Apple Watch. Uh, charge it up. Got a really weird charger. Uh, it's like a little tiny magnetic. Uh, but it, it's like an Apple, like lightning charger, but on the end, it's got this little round magnet thing. You stick to the end of it. Uh, anyway, okay. so charge the Apple Watch, and I sync it with uh, with my phone because I need to. You have to sync the Apple Watch with a phone for the Apple Watch to start working. So I sync it with my phone so I can get everything kind of lined up on the Apple Watch ahead of time, right? Okay. Okay. So as soon as I I sync it up on my phone, I'm like, okay, sync with my phone, great. And actually, all you have to do is kind of take a picture of the Apple Watch and it all starts to sync. Okay. It's like, great, grand, wonderful. So it's like, your Apple Watch is now synced, okay? I'm like, good. I start to go through it. All of a sudden, to my right, I hear, boop, boop. It's like, what is that? And then I hear, and i look to the two we have two ipads i look to my right and it goes your account is now linked to an apple watch and i was like oh oh meanwhile at the store mandy bonnie is looking at her watch (laughs) what i don't understand why has he got a fat watch huh what Uh, who so here's here's where frank um in 20 seconds comes up with the just like this elaborate plan okay so immediately i'm like well that's it surprise is ruined and i said or is it so then i get onto my phone and i start to frantically text my wife i say first and foremost here's my first question and it's really accusing right i go did you sync up to the mall wi-fi like really angry uh, she was like, "It was an unintentional, intentional per- text." Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, it wasn't one of those. Okay. Um, I'm like, "Did you sync up to the Wi-Fi at the mall?" And she's like, "No." I go, "Did you update your phone? Is it automatically syncing?" Because I know that it, her phone is set to automatically sync with I the Wi-Fi. Maybe you found like some terrible, like, like uh, uh, somewhere in in Idaho. Uh, a newspaper article about like don't sync to public places because this is what happens with apple watch well here's the thing is my wife does wouldn't know anything about that but right? i'm saying i thought you would forward her the thing and be like look what happened <laughs> no. it's crazy so uh i so i'm like it, did, did you sync to the wi-fi there is it synced up someone has hacked into our account and then uh she and and now she Right, because I know that she is synced to the Wi-Fi there because her phone automatically will sync to Wi-Fi, okay? So she's calling now at this point in time. I don't answer the phone. I text back, on the phone with Apple, can't talk, right? So then she texts me a message. She's like, oh, my God, it was on the Wi-Fi. I disconnected. She's like, what's happening? And I'm like, someone signed in with our Apple ID. I'm on the phone with Apple. Hold on. They're going to try to pinpoint it. 
So it's looking pretty good for you at this point. And I hold up a little bit and I text back. I'm like, they've they GPSed it. They've pinpointed it to somewhere in Troy because I know that she's at Somerset Mall. She texts back, I'm in Troy. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I like this. this is holiday intrigue. What happens next? Um, Why not the next episode of the Sajuans Podcast? <laughs> So I, I, I text back and I, I'm like, get off get off the Wi-Fi. When you get home, we need to update your phone. I'm on the phone with Apple. They're disconnecting the device. It was some device in Troy, whatever. So skated through it. Uh, this gave me an excuse to grab her phone, too, when we got home and update oh, it. So make better. sure the iOS is updated, yeah, the Apple Watch it. is ready. Um, so, yeah, and then uh, executed the plan uh, successfully that morning. I uh, Stole her phone. She said, where's my phone? I lost it again. I yelled at her for losing her phone all the time. And then she's like, just call it. I called it. The stocking beeped, rang. She walked over, got it, and was very excited. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I didn't get that for Christmas. <laughs> Do you, uh, is there usually something at the bottom of your stocking, like a standard no, there, well, there was nothing at the bottom of my stocking. Uh, so my wife usually does uh, oranges. It's kind of an Italian thing. I thought perhaps you guys would do the same. No, oranges in the bottom of the stocking? Yes. Fresh oranges? Yeah, it always has to be a fresh orange Ooh. in the bottom of the stocking. So she goes out like New Year's Eve and yeah. gets that gets that orange. Well, I mean, she goes out usually if we're doing it like back in the day yeah. and like on Christmas morning. So like Christmas Eve, she'd grab some oranges. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets Well, yeah, that's what stocking. I meant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, so... And like I would have vision, envisioned it, like you put the the Apple Watch like around the orange, and like oh, here's the orange. Like we're always like, <laughs> oh, here's the orange. The wife again. always makes some grand production out of like the stockings, <laughs> and it's just like Jesus. Like it's it. You know what? It's the orange, wife. It's the orange. Now and let you take out the orange. It's oh boy, it's an orange. And she, like it, she takes much more pleasure in it than anybody has ever received a freaking orange. Other than somebody dying of, of need of calcium or, or vitamin C. In a legit orange, too, not like a little clementine oh, or yeah, no, it has to be, yeah. yeah. I tried doing a clementine one year, and it was you just like hell. sacrilege. <laughs> like, I might as well <laughs> have put shit in the stocking. Yeah, and that, like, here you go. That's legit divorce town. Right pretty there. much. Pretty you much. were very close. So, uh, I'm the flip side of this. So, okay. it sounds like you're excellent at giving gifts. Yes. My wife is terrible at giving gifts. She gives... <laughs> I love her with all of my heart, but it's just to the point where it's just like, I have to do my own shopping because inevitably I'm going to be like upset about what she gets me. Sure. Cause you still got a tinge of that spoiled Josh growing Oh, up. it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it, it, I, I don't, it's the Michelangelo all over. I again. don't try to minimize this in any capacity. It's my fault. It's, it's all my fault. I don't put blame on anyone. Well, I put blame on my parents, uh, but <laughs> other than that, it's it's my fault because I have these high expectations as sure. far as, because I put that into the giving. Yeah. So yes. it's it's always you're told you, oh what you put into it you get out of it. Yeah. And I like I'm like oh my god so if I do all this work <laughs> then I'm gonna have somebody who cares that much to like do all of this as well, and it inevitably it never measures up to what you want it no. to be. So like this year, it's just, um, I, I didn't go all out. I didn't try to do anything. It was like, we both kind of like just bought our own things and sure. we were good with that. Sure. But her daughter sent me like an email a few days ahead of like, uh, the cutoff for shipping deadlines on yeah. Amazon. And she was like, my mom wants this. 
and it was it, it was stupid it was just like a like a little home medics home medics um therapeutic massage gotcha for your feet okay and she was buying it for her her godmother and she sent it to my wife and the wife is like oh i'd, yeah. I'd like one of those i would love, so she's i would love like, my feet massaged. my mom loves this she wants this okay done do it, you yeah know, it was it wasn't anything pricey it wasn't Not anything like 40 special. 50 bucks something it, like that exactly just throw money at it and go away yeah so i get it and like i've got that at home and it, it's always like, you know, no, we're not going to get anything for each other. Sure. But then I got like, we get home, we went to her family's house for Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve was a nightmare. If you remember, there was you, a lot of snow and it was just Yeah. Terrible. And you go over the border for this, we right? We go over the border. Yeah. Legit. I spent five hours on the road going from here to Windsor. Oof. It was miserable. Oof. Like it was, it was decent going there. It took us maybe like an hour and a half. Yeah. Because you then, left probably earlier, right? Yeah, we left earlier, but we had plans at like stamp, stopping at her aunt's, and we couldn't do that because of the weather. And then it got to be, we didn't end up leaving until probably like close to 11. Ooh. We didn't get home until like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it was just like, ugh. Yeah. You know, just, it yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. But I went and like when we got home, I, I came downstairs. Didn't bother wrapping it. Yeah, it was still in like the Amazon shipper box. That's so fine. I just opened it up to see, and I just put it in front of the the tree and like you know to hell with it, whatever. Yeah. And we were. She went and she came out. She put her pajamas on. She came out, and she's just sitting there and we're having a cocktail. And I was like, because I waited till I got home to drink because of the road conditions. Yeah, sure. Having myself a cocktail, and she's like, Oh, what's that? <laughs> So she goes, and oh, like Elisa told you about this, didn't she? Yes, she told me about it. And I went and got it. Do you have anything for me? <laughs> so. No, nothing. Ah, Remember well. when you bought yourself the PSVR? Yeah, that, that, that's that's yours yeah, yeah but i, I kind of pay for that so <laughs> technically it's not really mine it's not a gift <laughs> and that's just where like that that little thing like it always creeps up and just kind of bites me in my ass and i have higher expectations um i shared with you yesterday would have been my sister's uh 34th birthday yes um and she was amazing at buying gifts. She so was like a good I, one, huh? Yeah. So like I miss like getting gifts from her because it was always very thoughtful. And it's just like, like she was like, um, and I'm saying like a lot and I'm not trying to, but she was very much like the perfect gift giver. She put a lot of thought into everything and it mm -hmm. was always just like, you didn't know you wanted something until she gave it to you. And yeah. it was just like, you, you're so good <laughs> you at just, this. How are you so oh, good? You, you know how to read me. And, and my wife doesn't have that knack and it's, I love her. It doesn't change anything. Sure. But it's just always one of those things where now like, we wake up, we watch Outlander on Christmas. <laughs> Kids aren't coming over until January 1st yeah. to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. So I don't get to have like the fun of the grandkids coming yeah. over and getting all their gifts. And yeah. It's just kind of like... That's the... Uh, and and I, I will say this. I, I didn't get any Christmas gifts, but I didn't want any. Mm -hmm. For me, it's more... Like if if my wife was gonna buy anything for me, I'd be like, nah, just buy the kids some more stuff because like Christmas for kids is so much 
better. Right. We kind of referenced it earlier. As adults, it kind of sucks. It's but, magical as a kid. But you're fortunate because you've got the kids and you can kind of like pawn off the things that you want on the kids. And it's like, hey, kids, look at all this awesome stuff. And they're like, this is lame. Like, yeah, you'll no. grow into it in 10 years, <laughs> yeah. I promise. See, I'm not, I'm, I'm not there yet. I get where you're going, though. But yes, it, pretty soon I, I will just be buying things for me and pawning it off on the kids. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. How far are we into this podcast We're uh, 24 minutes in. Wow. It, do, do we make this a separate episode of Christmas? I think we might need to. <laughs> this is the Christmas wrap-up episode. Yeah. Let's, seriously, let's let's do that. Yeah. 24 minutes in. We'll put this out. This is your, your garbage disposal Christmas. Oh, the, we can do this at least. Uh, we can, uh, because I've had this sitting over here. What is that? Oh. <gasps> Do you oh, remember wait. what this is? Yes, I do. Okay. I do remember what this is. It's 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 the it's the it's the novel, right? Yes, this is <laughs> uh, I'm trying to go through. So this would have been uh, a, a story that I wrote for everyone in the fourth grade. Oh, this is fantastic. Now now should you read this or should I read this? Do you want to read it? No, you read it. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I read it, and I got to say, I thought I was awesome, and I, I remember I, I won an award. I won a major award for my <laughs> writing, and I basically ripped off the story of Top Gun, and I... In this? Not in this. Oh. Not, not in this. In, an, in another thing? You just, you totally ripped off Top Gun, and you got awarded? In In, in fairness to me... There was also a biplane, like a crop duster, so yeah. it felt kind of like a cross between uh, Independence Day, which wouldn't come out for years. So I wonder if I've got that documented, if I could try to sue for royalties. That'd be a nice cushy living. You know, I went on an award for writing too, but it was an original story. What was that called? We probably were at the same thing. Where they used to just give awards for writing like every year? They sent me to, uh, so at yeah. the time I was at uh, Briarwood Elementary. Uh-huh. And the award I won, they sent me to like Macomb Community yeah, College. Yeah. And you, yeah. And yeah. And yeah, they, they had the stage and they called your name and you walked up. And I don't remember that part. Yeah. I think they just put you in like a, a, a book of like published yeah, exactly. stories. Yeah. Exactly. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I, I would have had some seniority on you. So, well, still, we you would have been still. This is something you would have sh- been following in the footsteps <laughs> of legends, Frank. Let's get that cleared up. <sighs> anyway, uh, so uh, so how old were you when you wrote this little ditty? This little ditty, I had to have been fourth grade. So fourth grade, so that's what, what 10, 11? 11, yeah, something in that neighborhood. Yeah, uh, I've been saving this. We thought we were going to do our grand Christmas. Uh, huge christmas episode yeah and we've now stretched it out into like three christmas <laughs> episodes apparently uh but this was going to be the coup de gras and i've saved this until now is that uh, french yes it, it means uh big potato uh baked alaska Ooh, yes. <laughs> that was close yeah very close except <laughs> it has a more alaskan vibe <laughs> This was a story I wrote in fourth grade for Mrs. Pepke's class. Okay. Uh, it's called uh, The Week Santa's Workshop Went to Space. Yeah. So if you feel so inclined, uh, put on the holiday Yule log on Netflix. I'll give you time. 
Go ahead. Okay, you're ready. And then pour yourself some eggnog. Pour yourself. We have any more eggnog left? Delicious eggnog. Yeah, it's in the fridge <laughs> if you like. Uh, pour yourself some bourbon as well. Bourbon. Whatever you need to feel so inclined. Cuddle up to that special someone you love and get ready to let them know how terrible of a writer I am. Well, it. You know what this reminds me of, and I'm already excited for it, is I, I was a big fan of the, the Leprechaun franchise. Oh, yes. Are you familiar with the Leprechaun franchise? I am, yes. Warwick Davis. Finest work since Wicked W. Warwick. Yes. Yes. Leprechaun 4. Or Professor Flitwick from Harry from Potter. From Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Leprechaun 4, guess where they went? To space. Leprechaun 4. In space. Jason Jason X. In yeah, space. Jason X was in space, too. Santa, his workshop, went to space. And you wrote this prior to Jason X and oh, Leprechaun 4 being out. Totally. So, again, pioneer, my friend. Totally. So, okay, I'm ready. Uh, ready? Yeah. One day in the cold North Pole, something strange happened. Just as Santa was starting to make toys, his workshop started to shake. Oh, whoa. Oh, oh. Then an elf said, we're going into space. <laughs> He knew it. That elf knew it. All of a sudden, the reindeer, all nine, all nine. Okay. So, Dasher, respecting the reindeer. Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Don, Durr. Is this actually written Don Durr? Don Durr. Okay. Legit. Blitzen and Rudolph came in to see what was going on. At 12 a.m., the workshop went up with all the elves, all nine reindeer, and Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Wow. Then everyone fell asleep. Well, you know, it was 12 a.m. They were they were exhausted. When they woke up, they were in outer space. Well, so the elf told them they would be. What luck, Santa said. <laughs> what luck, said Santa. The week before Christmas Eve, Donder said, it's hopeless, the elf said. But it was lucky because the answer was under his jolly red nose, which had now t- <laughs> Which had now turned blue. Which had now turned blue. <laughs> because how sad he was. <laughs> the answer was a spacesuit he had made for a boy named Scott. What? <laughs> right. Who's Scott? You know, if I can just throw a preamble out here. It was, is there a... Which I don't think preamble is appropriate seeing as how I've already started the story. However... I think that the instructions on, on the the assignment at this point was that you needed to try to incorporate people in the class. Oh, okay. Yes. So Scott was someone in the class. Scott that perhaps wanted to will be... not be the only person who makes a cameo in this story. Also, I, I appreciate the fact that out of all the reindeer who could have responded there, it was Donder. It was Donder. Was that influenced probably by the fact that Donder is the only reindeer that Santa interacts with in the 1964 holiday classic? Well, he's the most opinionated who (laughs) kicks his kid to the curb and doesn't care (laughs) about him until his wife kind of puts the moves on him. So uh, she put the shutdown on him from Mm -hmm. ever being able to get laid again. So henceforth, he had to go and and deal with Rudolph. Cut off from the reindeer hoo-hoo. Oh, no more reindeer (laughs) hoo-hoo. And if you guys listened to the last episode, he wouldn't have gotten that stork either. Nope. (laughs) This story's fantastic, by the way. All right. Thus far. Mrs. Claus went to make a batch of cookies and hot cocoa, except for the reindeer. They got hay. Ooh. Do reindeer eat hay? Is that Uh, canon? Apparently. Also, can you cook in space? Mrs. Claus seems to have no qualms about it. When everyone was done, they went to bed. 
again. When, <laughs> Wait, how long have they been up? Weren't they just sleeping? There's no sense of urgency <laughs> when you're in space. All right? As, as Ridley Scott established, in space, no one can hear you scream. They also can hear you sleep a whole lot. <laughs> when everyone was done, they went oxygen, to bed. When they woke up, they watched TV. Okay. When nice they, reception. When they were done, they played win, lose, or draw. <laughs> Mind you, there's apparently a, a, a space suit that this kid Scott wanted. Yeah. And the answer's there the whole time. But they're busy playing win, lose, or draw. I loved win, lose, or draw. Did, did every single family have that win, lose, or draw at their house? It was Burt Convy, yeah. I mean, like, the the actual, like, game at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, everyone had it, right? It was like... That was like I, a staple. We had Pictionary. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember having the actual win, lose, or draw. Okay. Yeah, no, we had Pictionary, uh, but Burt Convy, I remember watching the show, and I always felt like, um, uh, so Bill Bixby was the Incredible Hulk. Okay. Burt Convy looked very similar to Bill Bixby. Oh, yeah, they and did I look. I think they were both, hmm. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and that's fine, but I always, like, question, like, is this Bill Bixby? <laughs> Or is this Burt Convy? I can't keep track. And maybe that's just my Trump mentality in me. It could be. That there has to be, like, where there's one, there's thousands. Yeah, it's, it's like good. cockroaches. You yes. see one, and you turn a flashlight, and ah! Nah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or draw. Then they all sat down and thought, what are we to do? Finally, <laughs> Rudolph remembered. The spacesuit. Oh God! It I thought happened that, a page before. I Rudolph, thought it was referenced well earlier. <laughs> so he said, "What about the spacesuit for that boy Scott?" Good idea, Rudolph said, or Santa said, but I can't go get it. It's too dark, and I'd float into darkest space. That's frightening. So frightening. So I'm guessing Rudolph says, "No fear." No, actually, this is the first, the second of our cameos. Uh, but Jason, Trisha, Comet, and I could go. Who the f is Jason and Trisha? Don't question <laughs> a fourth grader, Frank. Don't question. They a just popped grader. out of nowhere. They're just there. We don't know if they're elves. We don't know if they're kids. How they got there, we don't know. It's like the Polar Express. Why is Tom Hanks voicing all of the adult actors? We don't know. Because he is he is the adult. Ring that f***ing bell, yeah. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Ring that f***ing bell. Great, Santa said. You can leave right now. But I want to come too, said Stacy, the youngest of all elves. How f*** is Stacy? But her mom said no. Why is her mom there? So Rudolph... <laughs> Wait, elves have moms? Apparently. So Rudolph, Comet, Trisha, and Jason went to Earth. How? Why doesn't Santa just go to Earth? There's no need to question the story, Frank. All right, this story is losing me. Now this story's got way too... Jason rode Comet and Trisha rode Rudolph. Rode, (laughs) R-O-D-E. Sounds like a totally different kind of story. Yeah, what kind of, what, what's, happening? <laughs> what's happening in the story? When now? they got to Earth, they met a group of children. Ready? Oh, God. Their <laughs> names were David, Joe, Sibel, Lisa, and Chris. 
They said their friends knew Scott there. I spelled there wrong. T-H-E-R-E. Fourth uh, grade. New Scott. You're fine. So they went to see their friends. Nikki, Stephanie, Danielle, Amy, and Kim. This is this just is bring, like, you're bringing way too many characters this into this book. This is way more shout outs than the BET Awards. Yes. I can't help it. <laughs> they all went to see to the same school, Briarwood, and so did Scott. They also were in the same class. Mrs. Petke, shout out Miss Petke. Oh, she got a shout out too. You probably when, got an A in this then. Uh, probably. When school was out, they found Scott. He said he would help if he could come too. Meanwhile, the people in space are trying to get back to Earth. <laughs> yeah. The people on Earth trying to get back to space. Wow. Trying to get to space. Conundrum that you've written yourself into here. They said okay. All right. So they all went back to the workshop, and Santa hitched the reindeer up, and he climbed up on the roof, and in a few minutes, they were at Scott's house, and then Santa went back to the North Pole. That was a very quick Dangling act. plot threads don't apply here, Frank. That was just a very quick act three there. I think what happened is they, they originally, I, they, they handed me this, and they're like, you have one, two, three, four... Five, six, and seven pages of story. I must have come in heavy at about 14. You're, now, here's what I'll say. is uh, the first time I come in heavy, by the way. <laughs> there it was. Uh, here's what I'm going to say is let's just, in general, okay, decent. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, very strong first act. Very strong first act. I mean, you had me at the i mean the rumbling and the 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 Political whole workshop intrigue. it was all there the whole workshop goes up into space and uh the whole building of that and the tension of that uh was great oh four um, plays excellent um act two started to so you started to introduce some some other characters in there who weren't very fully fleshed out um granted obviously that was a that was a publishing directive there. It's not not so much on the creative side there, but you were kind of forced into that. And you started to develop some questions that, if answered, would have been great. But then what you did was you kind of you kind of pulled a lost before lost pulled a lost. And Act Three uh, just kind of ended. John Locke showed up. <laughs> Act Three just it just kind of ended. Um, so um, so yeah, overall. Decent. <laughs> Just, okay. Overall decent. That's, uh, I mean, that's, is what it is. I really hope that uh, you can dig up some of your, your award-winning work. Oh, God. If, if only I could. If only I could. Maybe, you know what? In one of those books, I guarantee I probably have one of those that we just the aforementioned mm -hmm. books that they put everyone's stories in. Yeah. I guarantee in one of my boxes somewhere is one of those books with my story in it. If I find that, the award winning one, not the one that ripped <laughs> off Top Gun, but an actual original idea. Mine was award winning and it ripped off Top Gun. <laughs> Let's be fair here. Okay. Give me credit where credit's due. I will lift in and calling it my own. It's all good. I'll try to find it. All right. Well, uh, this was an unexpected podcast. Uh, 39 minutes in, and uh, we're going to edit this down quite a bit. Uh, we've got something special for you to look for within the next, I don't Spiatial. know, 20 minutes. I'll post this after. <laughs> but when when you're presented with gold, silver and gold, yeah. silver and gold, Yukon. what do you do with podcasts of gold? Mm -hmm. <laughs>
the answer is you post them for the Nostalgia Wax podcast fans out there. Waxes is for you, only for you. They love it. Somebody loves it. I don't know. Justin? Sure, whatever. We're not even going <laughs> to like leave you with outros because this is, it is what it is. <laughs> you got anything to say at the end? No. No? No. Wax off. <laughs> I went rogue on the wax off. That's what you get on this podcast. I'll take it. Wax off. Ready? Yeah, one, two, three. Wax off.